Welcome to the Monastic Retreats Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. In this podcast, we're going to have an interview with Sister Joanne Collins, who's part of the Sisters of the Immaculate Hearts. So let's get started. In this episode, we have a guest who's going to be talking about her background in being a nun and a sister. And let me introduce her. So go ahead. Okay, this is Joanne Connors, and I'm happy to do this. (laughs) Uh, My life started, I have, I was the youngest of six children, three boys and three girls. I was born in Nebraska, Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, and my father was a real estate agent and an insurance man, and he had a great desire to live in Grand Junction, Colorado, so we moved uh, at an early age for me, and on our way to Grand Junction, Colorado, he decided he liked this little Riverton, Wyoming even better, so we stayed in Riverton, Wyoming. Dad built a house there with three bedrooms, and uh, he was he was a remarkable man, very kind, very gentle and loving. So you were pretty close to him? Very. Uh-huh. He, well, he was good to all of us. And my mom, too. My mom was uh, came from Texas, and they married. And um, then, uh, so I lived in Riverton, Wyoming, and grew up there. And it was a beautiful little town, very small. And the winters were very severe. And we lived uh, in a house that was right next to a, a ballpark, but also a skating rink in the winter time. And we but that was fun. fun. Oh, yeah, I bet yes. you did. And then we also they had uh, circuses that would come to town and carnivals. And I remember one time my mother was making bread, homemade bread, and these people from the carnival came over and uh, wanted to know if they could buy some bread. And Mother said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't sell any to you, but I can give it to you. So she gave me 12 loaves of bread. And then oh, they wow. came back later with a handful of tickets for, <laughs> for all the rides, you know. Oh, so we, we gathered the neighborhood kids and we rode on a lot of things. But that was Mom's way. And she made uh, the best donuts, you know. And uh, But she was very generous. She made a lot because of all of us eating them so fast. Three boys eating, especially. You had three brothers? <laughs> three brothers and two sisters. Okay. And uh, so I grew up in Wyoming. And after I graduated, I worked for the Farmers Home Administration. With my, my sister was working there, and she got me this job after I graduated from high school. And I worked there for several years, maybe a year or so. And then I went to, uh, I don't know, I just kind of uh, decided to, um, oh, I wanted to go to um, college, I think, in Laramie, Wyoming. And my, the priest told my mother not to let me go because all these girls were coming back pregnant. No. <laughs> yeah. So my mother wouldn't let me go. So, so both of you, you were raised Catholic then? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, my mom was... Uh, uh, Methodist, but, and she thought the Methodists were much more Christian than the Catholics. <laughs> she didn't tell my dad that, but, but she sure told us that. And, um, but we had lots of fun. 
And uh, then I uh, went to Cheyenne, Wyoming. I stayed there for a few months, maybe a year, and worked in uh, uh, an oil company, which was really a good good deal then because they paid very good wages hmm. and uh, doing secretarial work. Do you remember what it was back then, for chance? What it was. How much you got paid? No, I don't, yeah. I don't remember, but I knew it was pretty good. Uh-huh. And the nice thing was, they would, when they'd hit a gusher, you know, a big oil well, oil field, then they would send all of their employees to different places. And my friend and I got to uh, go to uh, Long Beach. They sent us to Long Beach oh. for, a, for a week. And uh, we had wonderful times there. And... Uh, then I, uh, my brother was moving out here to um, Ventura, and he had three little, uh, four children, two boys and two girls. They were the sweetest thing, so they kept saying, come out, Joanne, come out. So I went, <clears throat> it was on my way out, and uh, I drove, and I didn't have a very good car, but and it took me three days to get across the desert, and I could go for miles and miles and miles without seeing a soul or wow. a dog or any any live uh, walking thing. And But I made it and uh, went through uh, Utah, which was quite a, an experience. And uh, anyway, uh, I got to Ventura and stayed with my brother and his family, Joe, and her two uh, four children. And then uh, I worked here for an oil company, um, Hancock Oil Company, and then I decided I wanted to start looking for a religious community. So what made you consider even joining, you know, a religious community. What was that about? Well, I thought I could do more in a religious community than I could alone. Okay. So, and I... Uh, was anyone in your family? Were they... Were, not you at any, all. Not one? Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, and they discouraged me immensely. No, oh, really? They, oh, yeah. They huh. didn't think it was a good idea. Anyway... Why, Matt? Why did they think it wasn't a good idea? Oh, I, they just didn't think I'd be happy, I guess. Okay. But I, I knew... I was well. I, it had to be the right thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went. Um, my sister-in-law, Joe, uh, would take me around Los Angeles. I was looking. I'd make appointments and then go in and and uh, talk with the superior there at these different places. And what I noticed was they were not very happy people. And I thought, nuts to this. I don't want this at all. Mm-hmm. Until I made an appointment with Mother Regina. And Mother Regina was in Los Angeles at our college there. And she called me and she said, you know, I can't meet you in Los Angeles, but you're in Ventura, so why don't I meet you in Santa Barbara? So the minute I met her, uh, she was a happy lady. She was beautiful and she was very hospitable. And we went into the uh, library and and talked. And I noticed outside the um, library there was a picnic going on with all these women, you mm-hmm. know, all the community uh, postulants, I guess. And they had their guitars, they were singing, and they were just having a wonderful time. And I thought, this is more what I'm looking for. But and getting back to how did you, what in your heart said, you know, God, I want to enter the ministry? How did you know? Well, I, I was tired of working 
you know, if we're oil companies. Okay. That wasn't very satisfying. Well, what about like a I, family and things like that? What made you not want to? No, work? no, I, I didn't want to get married. I did go with a fellow one time for quite some time. And my brother had a lot of happy, or, you know, handsome fellows. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, and I'd say, Gene, would you get me a date with Billy Hep? You're not going with Billy Hep. And I said, how about Jimmy Hep? You're not going. <laughs> so he was no help whatsoever. Huh. So this one fellow I liked pretty much. And um, we, were, we were having a nice time. And he went back to uh, Texas. He was on a seismograph crew. And he wanted me to go to Texas and meet his family and mom and dad. So I did, and I met them, and they were just lovely, just lovely. But I didn't think I liked him so much. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, came back, and uh, then we broke it off. And then when I went here, here he so, so, so you broke his heart, I take it. <laughs> no, no, I think he was doing okay without me. <laughs> and uh, anyway... Uh, he called and said, you're not going through with this, are you? And I said, yes, I am. And anyway, um, I had been so blessed to find this community. Otherwise, I would have been very, very miserable and had not... It's almost like you... Regen Regina, if I had never met her. She was so kind but fun to be with, mm. you know, smart. She built, she's responsible for us having all of this. She bought this. And tell them what this is. Tell them where well, you are now. This is the Center for Spiritual Renewal, and it's the in Santa Barbara, in Montecito, 26 acres of grounds, and it has a lovely chapel, and they take guests. La Casa de Maria takes guests, and we're the same community, the Immaculate Heart community, and they take large groups. And here at our main house, this was um, we take individuals, and we provide the private room and the three meals, and we have uh, prayers and so forth, and spiritual direction and so forth, and. This is uh, the 26 acres of grounds in 1929. It was built. And then in 19, it was empty for four years because Mr. Wack was raising polo ponies and the grounds are very, very stony. So the horses were being injured. And uh, so they, this was empty for four years. They moved to Hope Ranch. And this was empty for four years. And the... Japanese subs were coming out to Goleta and bombing out there. Hmm. And so people were moving out and not in. And so this was available, for, it was empty for four years, and Mother Regina bought it, 26 acres of grounds, and this was here at the mother-in-law's house here in the Hermitage, and that's all. That's it, okay. And, There's uh, a lot more now. $38,500, <laughs> but that was a lot of money then. Too. Was it? Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, so I have been so blessed to have found this that I really had to search, too. And Which I think is important. I think people want to just enter, and they don't really search. And you oh, did your research, didn't oh, you? Oh, did I ever. Yeah. yeah, I could tell whether it was for me or not. And the minute I met Mother Regina, I knew it was for me. One time when I was in the novitiate, my mom got sick in Wyoming. No, tell them what, what is a novitiate. What would that novitiate, mean? that's a year of postulancy year, and you are being trained into the order. And then 
but that's the very first step. So that takes a year. And then the noviceship, if you pass the, the novitiate or the postulancy, then you go into the noviceship. And then the next step is, is taking uh, on the uh, vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. So are you talking about your mom then? Uh, yeah, my mom got sick, and uh, so I wanted to go home. And I told Mother Regina that I uh, really wanted to go home, that my mother was sick. And she said, of course you're going home. You're going home tomorrow morning. We have your plane tickets. We have Sister Caritas, Caritas is going with you. She was in charge of all the postulants. Beautiful lady. Hmm. Just beautiful. And so, uh, and she said, you're going to stay as long as you need to. So she and I went. And the minute my mom met Sister Caritas, she fell in love with her. She just said, oh, she is so beautiful. Hmm. And was. And she just glided along. And... <clears throat> Then we stayed for about five days, and Mom got better, and then we came back, <clears throat> and um, everybody met. Sister. So did your family at that point kind of say, this is good for Joanne yeah, now? Yeah, okay, good. very much so. They were very pleased. They didn't, my mother thought I would join some crazy outfit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and anyway, when she met her, and then she came to visit my brother in Ventura and his four children, and, and Joe, and... Uh, uh, and then she came over and met everybody over here, and her attitude changed totally, you know, after she met everybody, and she was very happy for me, and and so I have been so blessed. Well, it sounds areas. like the community's been like a family for you. It, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. And, hmm. and a big family. Hmm. And uh, But the people that were here were so kind and generous and good, really good, you know. And we were in silence a lot. Were you? Tell, me, tell us about that. Why are you in silence? Uh, well, to, to calm us down. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh -huh. And we were in silence a lot, which I liked. And then at, at re, uh, recreation time, we would go and play volleyball or we'd go swimming. Mm -hmm. And we and we didn't, they, we weren't excused from any of that. We had a schedule and we met it all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, then sometimes we'd go walking up in the hills, but we did it all together. And sometimes at Christmas time, we would go caroling down to our neighbors, mm -hmm. you know, and that was always nice. Were parts of it hard, would you say? Parts of it that were hard. Uh, like did you have to get up early at some places? Yeah, there? we went, yes. We had prayers before Mass, and then we'd have Mass down at the chapel. We stayed over at the, the uh, <clears throat> stables. We had bunk beds. And I was on the top bunk bed in this one area, and uh, then, uh, but then we uh, would have a bell that rang in the morning. We mm. got out of bed. We didn't, uh, and then we got, and uh, we all ate together. And then it was downstairs. Would it be in silence when you ate together? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then one time, while I was here, <clears throat> I was uh, I was pretty good on the typewriter. So we had a beach house next to the Biltmore down here. And I had a chapel and everything. And Father Patrick Payton, I don't know whether you know him at all. Mm -hmm. He was a, he was the rosary man at that time. Okay. And he was a huge man. He was Irish. And he was a wonderful, wonderful man. And anyway, they, Mother Regina asked if I would go down and type for him. He had to get some work out. So I spent two weeks at the beach house, but I had to come back each night. And I couldn't talk with him very much. Or couldn't eat with him for sure. But I had lunch and dinner down there, and then I'd come back, I guess. 
and they'd come and get me. And um, but uh, he was such a holy man, and uh, he had these big pilgrimages all mm. over the world, and have thousands and thousands of people mm. attend. And he was he'd say the family that prays together stays together. Mm-hmm. Good advice. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, but he was so dear, and he. Uh, uh, is going to be canonized now. He oh, is it? a saint. Okay. So well. I've worked with saintly people, and I've worked with some that aren't so saintly. <laughs> <laughs> so not everyone that enters um, in the monastic life is saintly, then. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That's for sure. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> but I just happened to be lucky to okay. be around Mother Regina at that time. Well, I like what you said earlier. You just didn't enter it. You really looked. You were thorough. You know? Oh, very. And, mm. and my sister-in-law, Joe, would take me all over mm. Los Angeles, you know, to check out the different places. And I mm. said, no, after I had the appointment with with them. And uh, Joe said, well, Joanne, we're, I had about seven appointments that we went to. And I said, no, I just can't stand that. Huh. It's not for me okay. and until I met Mother Regina. And uh, I knew that was the right place for me. And I have been so blessed to find this. In what ways? How has it been a blessing for you? What would you say? Uh, the people that I know, the okay. people that I work with, the goodness in their hearts and the beauty of the grounds and and just the um, good things they're doing now. Hmm. They're, they're, we have, it's changed. Okay. We became an ecumenical community, which means all different religions are included, not just Catholics. Okay. So hmm. we have Presbyterian ministers, Episcopal, Lutherans, all of them that come. And we have prayer groups, and, and we meet once a month. And we meet this coming Monday and, and around our table. And we just talk about what's going on in our life for about 10 minutes, and then we move along. And then if people need help or something, and we were helping Haiti for a while. And then this couple that was down the street here, went to Haiti to see if the money was getting in the right place, and it was. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And then uh, we also have other groups, and there's a group in Long Beach that is very, very active in housing works. Oh, really? Okay. They, wow. I live near there. I'll have to check that out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Kirchen is her name. Okay, I'll check her out. Of that. Mm. And they're doing really good work. And they buy these old... Um, Hotels, you know, that are all run down, or mm-hmm. houses, or something, and then they give them to the poor. Okay. So it's really good. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of good things going on, and the, the one who has been so good to our community is Father um, uh, Virgil Cordano. He mm-hmm. was a Franciscan. He died uh, some time ago, but he'd come and say mass for us twice a week. Oh, he would. Okay. And we went out of canonical structure, and I thought, well, whatever happened, that we did what Vatican II told us to do. And our cardinal didn't like that in Los Angeles. He said, if you don't go back prior to Vatican II, you're out of my schools. Mm. So they had to leave a lot of schools that Mm. they founded. Mm. But uh, it's strange how God works. jobs, better mm. places to live, you mm. know, mm. And, but they were highly educated, and uh, it's just strange how God works, you know, mm. and I just thought, well, we'll all go our own way, 
Mm -hmm. Not at all. Everybody came back so rejuvenated, you know. And uh, but later on, they apologized to the community for the way the cardinal treated us. Oh, that's nice. As well, it's very healing. Yes, yeah. as well as. Uh, uh, so even the people higher ups can make mistakes sometimes. Then. Big mistakes. Can they? Okay. <laughs> and, but, but I didn't affect your faith. Given that you saw that, that didn't say. Oh, no. Okay. Father Virgil kept saying, Rome is not the church. We hmm. are the church. Hmm. And Rome was in a terrible place. Hmm. Still is. Well, it's, it's better now, I think, than it has been. Hmm. But Father Virgil was very uh, positive. He said, You're doing the right thing. Be sure, you know, don't. Don't change your attitude or anything. Along the way, Joanne, did you ever question your choice of entering the ministry? I have never. I have been so grateful okay. to the, for the people I work with, for the people that I've known in the past. You know, that's a very uh, special um, memory that I have of how beautiful Mother Regina was and mm. how beautiful, how caring mm. and smart. They mm. were really smart people, but they mm. had the college. And when we were going out of canonical structure, I thought we'd just all go our own way, you know. Mm. And uh, But that didn't happen. Everybody said, now we can really start being the community we should be. So would you almost say that your community was your family? Oh, by all means. Okay. By all means. Okay. Yeah, they were. And and everybody loved them. They, my family has had family reunions here. Oh, have they? Oh, oh sweet. Yeah. In yeah. fact, next yeah. year we're going to have a big family reunion. Mm. So they love everything about this place, and I have pictures of them here, you know, and uh, we have one going up the uh, stairwell with all little kids and all of us, you know, mm -hmm. with a picture below, and it, it's really nice, but they, uh, they've made, they have made it very clear that I made a wonderful choice. Your family has? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All I can say is that I'm very grateful for the people that I work with now and the people that I've worked with in the past. So, if you don't mind me asking, like, how old are you now, then? I'm 93. You're 93? No. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say. <laughs> 83. Okay, and yet you still work. I still work. Okay. And that's what's nice, too. It, it is, and it doesn't make you well, tired. Four things I get to do. I get okay. to greet the guests, okay. which I love. I get to do flower arranging. Okay. I do spiritual direction. And I do the Corita Gallery. Okay. All yeah. four things that I love to do, and huh. they're... They're fun things. Yeah, I bet. And this is where I do spiritual direction. On oh, this room right here, okay. Uh -huh. yeah. And how do you help people when they come? What would you say? What well, do you we see? Talk. They sit here, and I usually sit here, and we talk about how well things are going on in their life, and then I ask them about forgiveness. How do they handle forgiveness when they make a mistake? Do they carry it along for a long, long time? What do you find? Do people do that? Oh, yes. Hmm. And they don't forgive themselves. Yeah. I said, you know, God... It forgives us. Once we say we're sorry, it's forgiven. Mm -hmm. Can't you do that to yourself? Can't mm -hmm. you say I'm sorry and it's mm -hmm. forgiven? But they don't. They carry that anger and, and self-loathe mm -hmm. within. And then I ask them about uh, gratitude. How do they show gratitude for things? You know, how are they really grateful? And to do something good for themselves every day, whether it's listening to music, walking, going to the beach, whatever, do something good for yourself. Well, don't you think too, Joanne, that places like this, you know, where people can come, you know, guests can come and experience, you know, the life you've lived mm -hmm. is doing something good for ourselves? I think, oh, by all means. Yeah. Oh, very much so. People come and 
feel uh, the hospitality and that they're not under any pressure to be at a certain place at a certain time except for meals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, and we do ask them to remain on the grounds except if they want to go up in the hills or something, but not go into Santa Barbara, that ruins everything. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not a retreat. <laughs> if not, uh, right. And, uh, or, uh, you know, to the beach or anything. So, but we have a swimming pool and we have loads of places to walk around. And, um, well, what do you see as the main benefit when people come here? What do you see? How does it help them? Well, rest mostly. I think they do, they're a little they're able to relax and okay. to uh, not worry about food, hmm. not worry about where they're supposed to be, except where they're supposed to be. And they uh, we um, and if they want a silent retreat, we just give them a little sign so they don't have to interact at all. They take a, a meal to the room or to the library, and and um, so there's there's a lot of options available to them. And some people are so sick and tired of talking to people, you know, mm -hmm. they just need to be alone, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's why we have that little sign that says, "I'm in silence." With a little bit like sounds like what you had when you joined, you know, the ministry that you were in silence and you're kind of giving that to them back, right? Exactly. So silence is a good thing. Oh, exceptionally good, okay. yes. And especially when you're around somebody you don't want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> no, but uh, all different types of people coming under different circumstances and then they'll come back and say, I'm so glad, you know, that I was there, but it made such a difference in my life, hmm. you know, and I think that's really good. And then to, to let them express themselves too, you know, um, they, they're really hard on themselves, you know. Yeah, they're not as good as, as they know they are. Uh -huh. They don't know they're as good as they really are, you know, but people need to be told that too, you know, and I... Uh, I get that job. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, I love everything that I do. I yeah. love the people that come, and the people that we work with are wonderful. Well, you know, now that you know, as you said, you're 83, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you've seen a lot of people come and go. Oh, that you yes. Is that, how have you dealt with that, the loss of people? Oh, I think they're closer to us than they ever were. Okay. I like and that. I can talk to them all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know they're all in heaven, but... Heaven isn't what we think it is. It's no. right around us. Okay. Like Father Virgil, hmm. he left here. When, uh, he would say, you know, heaven, it, pray to the ones that are uh, have gone recently. Because he said, they're right around you. They know what you need and everything. And so I prayed to Father Virgil a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a dear. So, Joanne... You know, given that you've spent so many years of your life now in the ministry, you know, servicing people, is there anything you'd like to share with the listeners as far as, you know, if they're either thinking about it, either visiting or entering? I think that people that come here are so amazed at the peace and the quiet and the beauty hmm. of the grounds and the beauty of the people that uh, share this uh, and the mountains and all. I, I think that uh, once you come, you come back many, many times. Is it, is it not true when you come on the work weekends? It's, it's, if you don't have money, it's less expensive because oh, you're helping? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, 
I don't think you pay anything. Okay, so that's another way of coming with well, if, you, if your if money's yes. tight. Yes, and if we have uh, we have scholarship funds too. Oh, we do. Okay. If you have trouble with the finances, okay. we can help along. That. So there's really no excuse for anyone to go on retreat, then, is there? <laughs> there's a lot of I mean, there is no excuse for them not to go on a retreat. They should come. Okay. And uh, I think they will be pleasantly surprised. Regardless of what your religion is, God loves us all equally. That's he does. what I think. I think he loves me a little more than most of us. <laughs> I'm humble about it. <laughs> no, but you know, uh, that's a cultural thing. You're going to be whatever you're born into. Like, that's what our Jewish gardens and all the different gardens, mm-hmm. we have the Jewish garden. Have you seen Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, and this very wealthy man here in Montecito called and said, you know, I'd like to... Uh, support financially the Jewish garden, Shalom garden. And they said, well, that's all paid for. And he said, oh, that's too bad. Well, what about the Islamic garden? And they said, yes, you can help on that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, God loves us all. And that's a cultural thing, whatever you're born into, you know. I'm just glad I was born into mother and dad's house. <laughs> yeah, but you were. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us on Monastic Retreats Podcast. If you'd like to visit Immaculate Heart Center for Spiritual Renewal in the Santa Barbara, Mendocino area, I'll have a link on the website. So please go to www.monasticretreats.com. That's monasticretreats.com. Until next time, be at peace, be still.